0: Welcome back to the Potluck Podcast. Here on the front porch. Uh, surprisingly, it's not raining. It has been pretty much out here for uh, you know the better part of all week, as everyone around here already knows. We have week seven reviews. We have week eight preview, and of course, we'll close with commerce at Towns County. Let's see how far we can digress. Let's go. Listening to the Potluck Podcast, the official, unofficial podcast of Commerce Football. Welcome back, welcome back. I don't think we're gonna get anything in the sky tonight. (laughs) Cloud coverage is still mega low. If we do, it's gonna have to be something flying like right above the tree line. Uncle um, yeah. Saul, how we doing? Doing
1: good, Dino. Uh, just sitting out here in on the front porch in my chair from Lawn Chair USA. If you ever want a good chair, go online to Lawn Chair USA. First out of the night. Uh, really nice retro chairs. Really light, really comfortable. But no, just sitting out here uh, enjoying a, a little bit warmer than usual October night.
0: It's just muggy out here.
1: All that groundwater's just kind of sitting. It is
0: sitting in my yard
1: everywhere. <laughs> and it ain't draining. Hopefully, we'll get some wind in here to move that on out. I think out. it's going to rain tomorrow, too. Is it going to rain in Hiawassee? Do we have a weather report I bet report that field yet?
0: drains. It's on the side of a mountain.
1: you reckon it drains? I bet. I bet so. I mean, well, I it at the probably way, runs I off. mean, I
0: can't look that far into the hourly. I I you know, got to pay for stuff like that. <laughs> I guess I could have looked at my app that I actually do pay for for work, but... I didn't do that. I looked at just, like, the stock weather channel app, and it did look like there's a chance of rain basically all day. But I think Mm -hmm. it's going to clear out, you know, starting Saturday, maybe even tomorrow afternoon, tomorrow night. So, I I don't know. There's not thunderstorms. We're going to be playing football. Yeah. I mean, it's going to probably be sloppy, but there's going to be football played in the state of Georgia.
1: I saw that there was Blitz, I think it was, Blitz Sports, uh, up there in Raven County was talking about how it should be cold in the mountains tomorrow night. So if Tiger fans, you're making the trip like we are up to Hiawassee, um, bring a jacket because it's probably going to be cool. But uh, no, I'm doing pretty good. I had a, I had a good day. Went for a walk <laughs> around uh, around Athens, around the university this evening. Kinda What's the vibe going
0: on down there? Oh, Is it happy? feeling like Disappointment?
1: No, no. I, I, general optimism. Uh, people were smiling. People were talking.
0: Most uh, people have their guard down. Yeah, that, that's when you, that's when you yes. got to worry about doing the football. <laughs> that's why I've started. I'm starting to get more and more worried. The more people are letting their guard down, you know, the media is really building it up. You know, and it not, it's not necessarily that they're not good enough. It's just that I'm worried that someone's going to get hurt, and it's going to be like, well, there, here we go, right, and.
1: Uh, generally the folks that you run into on campus at six o'clock on a Thursday night are not the ones that are concerned about the football team. So not, I
0: mean, they're probably not concerned about anything.
1: Yeah. They, they were walking <laughs> home like from class and stuff. So it was just a nice night.
0: Uh, I, it, yeah. Yeah. It has been a nice night.
1: It has. I actually had a chance uh, this week, found out that over here in town, uh, what is it? Oh, a Taste yeah. from Tammy? Yeah,
0: yeah. A, a, a Taste from a taste from Tammy. I pretty much just call it Tammy's, though.
1: Right. I think that's the local name now. It's been around a couple months. Yeah. Uh, they came up with the baby
0: goat sandwich. Or meal. Oh, no, yeah. It's, it's a meal. It's a couple of meals. It's a platter. <laughs> it's I a got platter. Two I think we can say it. It, it's a basket, at least. It is a basket. It's uh, a basket of food.
1: But I, I tried that out in honor of... Uh, J-Bo Daniels' performance this past Friday night, and I I went and ate that that platter, and uh, it was a lot of food.
0: What's your review? Let me get a score. I'll tell you what's in it. Don't give me a rookie score. Do zero to ten, decimals included.
1: Okay. So, I'll tell you what's in it. We got five Texas Pete Buffalo hot wings. Okay. Four fried chicken tenders. uh, Cheddar bacon ranch fries.
0: Oh, And a big old double cheeseburger. See, for most people, that's like at least two meals, and for some people, maybe three or four meals. Well. Especially at lunch. It would have been wise for me to stretch it out to
1: two to three meals.
0: You went ahead and did it all.
1: Well, the woman, when she brought me the food. Was it Tammy? I I guess it was Tammy. She seemed like she was in charge. Um, (laughs) But she brought out the food. She said, who's this goat for? And the lady, the other lady, said, "Table number goat? Man, that's awesome. (laughs) (laughs) Who's this goat for? And she said, "Table number four. And I was sitting at table number four. I was sipping some sweet tea. Shout out to Mikey Collins. (laughs) (laughs) Table number four. Table number four. But uh, she she dropped off the food on the table and she said, "I dare you to eat all that." Mm. So I mean, me being like Marty McFly, (laughs) I just I tried. And I ate the four chicken tenders, I ate the five wings, I ate the bacon cheddar in that ranch order? fries. It was all interspersed.
0: I, I see I think you gotta attack it in, in a certain order. I don't know if it's the wings first or
1: I think you would have to eat the burger first. Get the get the
0: mass out of the That's way. the toughest. Then you probably go fries maybe. I think the fries I think the, are the best. wings are the easiest.
1: Yeah, the wing five wings is you know. As long as they're not too hard. They're not
0: too hard, are they?
1: No. Uh, but I, I ate the tenders, the wings, and the fries, and I took the hamburger home for supper. So,
0: well, I, you did you, you did split it in two meals. Then. I did.
1: I didn't. Mm-hmm. She challenged me, and I did not. I
0: did not succeed. But uh, I saw where uh, j Bo himself was in there tonight. Yeah, he, he, I guess I missed it. him. He was in there tonight, I think. Yeah, I think it was later
1: in the evening. I doubt he. I mean, he seems pretty slight of frame. I doubt he could finish it.
0: It's a lot of food. Maybe they should add like, I think they might should add like a couple more items, and then have it be like a thing. Yeah, like, like a competitive can eating. Challenge. Yeah, yeah. Like, can you finish the goat? Can you tackle the goat? That might be. Can it, right? you tackle <laughs> the goat? That might be. That's it. it. That's I it. I think we got it. I'm going oh. to run that by Tammy see if she agrees. I think that's a great idea. What would you too. add in there? You could add a couple fried fish, you know, fish fillets in there. Fried or a pickle spear? Basically just everything that they have that's fried. Right. Throw it on that plate. And it's like if you can get it, you should get your picture on the wall or something.
1: I like that idea. Or sign the wall. We need more eating competitions in Commerce, Georgia. I don't even know.
0: Do we have one? Do we have any eating competitions? No, we need I know we of. need one. We need at least one, so that might be it. It might be. Oh man. We got we are <laughs> off the rails early. Digress. Um speaking of J Bo Daniels. Will you never give me a rating? The people are gonna want a rating. Oh, people! Yeah, it's good. I've had I've had Tammy's. I've had Tammy's. It's pretty good. Seven point one. Okay, that's a good meal. That's solid. Little uh, expensive for my taste, but inflation has occurred. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely understandable. Um, speaking of J-Bo Daniels. Great game from him at Greene County this past Friday night. Let's jump right into that. That's where we left off. So uh, Commerce at Greene County uh, last Friday night, as
1: Dino said, the Commerce tigle, Tigers oh. Oh. traveled tra- tra- <laughs> down Highway 15 through downtown Watkinsville, the forest of Oconee County, and the Iron Horse Farm mm. to Greensboro, Georgia to challenge the Region
0: 8A foes. The Green County Tigers. Did you notice on the ride back, there was like a bunch of cars out there at the Iron Horse.
1: I didn't. They might have been having a little farm Maybe party. a little
0: camp or something. Might camp out.
1: Maybe some Boy Scouts or something. We arrived at the school during the middle... Kind of cult. It might have been a cult. The Boy Scouts, well...
0: They might have been doing some sacrificing at the Iron Horse. Might trying have Trying to been do a... some type of medieval tomfoolery. Anyways, continue.
1: It's getting around Halloween. Uh, but we got we got to the school during the middle of rec league night as generations of future Green County County Tigers were recognized for their season. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the atmosphere was rather subdued. Uh, we talked about that while we were at the game. It was kind of, it's like the air was let
0: out of the stadium. Pretty good. Pretty good stadium though. It it, it was fine. Um, right there, pretty close to you know the the city. Right outside and, uh, of downtown. Yeah, I mean you know there was a lot of. Seemed like a lot going on right there on that main kind of road that takes you out to Reynolds, too. It was I, that was the first time I, I drove by that stadium a ton, but I'd never actually watched a game there. That was the first time I watched a game there, so it was good. I, I'm not a fan of tracks, I don't like tracks, I don't like
1: artificial I think it theater. just
0: sets you that much further away from the game, which is the, which I think gives it that kind of like dull, kind of like yeah. dead feeling because you're so it feels like you're even more removed, right? I mean, that's what 20. Thirty yards that the fans had to sit further back. Yeah, and if
1: you're at the top of the stands like we generally are,
0: and we were we were top left, right? I mean, we were, it just felt you know it was it was I don't know if we were a long way from both bands too. It was just a little bit dull. Cool. It, it, it was it was uh there wasn't no juice, no no juice. It was no juice. It wasn't popping. But
1: uh, you know we got we did play the game regardless of there being no juice. The game um, had to had to go on. It did. Uh, the captains remained, uh, Martin, Gaddis, and Hardy, as they've been all season. Green County won the t- coin toss and deferred to the second half. Commerce took the ball and moved towards the scoreboard, board, uh, getting into the first half. Following an opening Green County squib kick, recovered by Cole Hill. Sounds like a whistle out there.
0: Man, I wonder if it's picking up on the pod. Do you think it is? I bet so. That was kind of like... I never heard that whistle. That was kind of eerie. That's a human whistle. That was. Probably calling for a dog, but still.
1: Hopefully you're about to get attacked by a dog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. A Their nice dogs got for a out. Dog for sure. But what was that second noise? It like somebody's about to die. <laughs> All right. All right. Back to we're off the Hill. Rails. Man, we're off the rails. Man. Okay. <laughs> Regather myself There It was here. a squib kick to get this thing started. Kind yeah. of. It was more like a. A bad kick. No, it, I think it was like a find the area where no one is kick. Yeah.
1: But we got on the ball. Yeah. And uh, Cole Hill recovered it, I think. And uh, Dreden Martin took the first play from scrimmage for a long game. But an untimely chop block negated the run. I, this was like a 40 or 50-yard gain on the first play. Yeah. Um, then freshman running back J-Bo Daniels dug us out of that hole that was caused by the chop block twice, but his runs were canceled by a block in the back penalty. We failed to reach the line to gain, and Trey Garnto punted. Uh, if the Commerce offense came out sluggish, the defense came out strong. The Commerce Tigers forced the Green County Tigers to punt quickly. Commerce defense was led early by senior linebackers Wesley Steele and Colin Hall and junior Tiger Cole Hill. Tiger return man Draylon Martin fair caught the Green County punt and Commerce opened at our own 31. On our second drive, our offense settled in. We began to piece together a nice drive and realized that Commerce was playing a couple of new Tiger linemen. Uh, Senior left guard Allstate Preseason, Mason Gaddis was unavailable on Friday night. So the Tiger line consisted of sophomore left tackle Joey Duncan, junior left guard Hampton Hutto, senior center Lambden Hardy, senior right guard Jafet Carryon, and senior right tackle Brayton Purcell. So a couple of guys getting in the game there that didn't really have a whole lot of varsity experience. Uh, our drive ultimately stalled after our initial progress, and we punted. The score remained tight at zero at the end of the first quarter. The second quarter played out much differently than the first. Commerce scored three touchdowns, all three of which were credited to freshman standout running back number six, J. Bo Daniels. Daniels' first score came from five yards out with 7.58 left in the second quarter. Ivy Talbert's PAT was good. Commerce's initial scoring drive was more methodical and traditional, but its second was more explosive. After an athletic interception by junior defensive back Jackson Morris, Daniels ripped his way through the Green County defense using several cuts to elude defenders on his way to a 61-yard touchdown rush. Talbert's PAT was good again, and with 4.20 left in the half, Commerce led 14 to nothing. Um, just an aside here, if you'd like to see Jaden's run uh, from Friday night, you can go and look on our Twitter page. We retweeted the video from uh, Commerce Tiger Football's Friday night footage. Uh, it was a very impressive run. Um, Commerce ended the half with another Daniels touchdown. This time, j picked up nine yards and six points off the right tackle. Talbert added another successful PAT, and the Commerce Tigers led 21 to nothing at the half.
0: Any thoughts about the first half there, Dino? You weren't kidding. That was lengthy. That was a length. <laughs> I time told it before to there, so.
1: before the show. I was like, "Dude, I'm gonna have a lot to read there at the beginning."
0: <laughs> that was a lot. Um, that dog's out. It's over here somewhere. We got a dog joining the pod soon. Y'all about to hear some crazy stuff. Neighbors, neighbors, dog for sure is out somewhere. And they can't find it. Nah, the dog was lost. We might have to go join the search here in a minute.
1: To the pause, pause the pod. go into the... I hope it's friendly.
0: Into a... Into a, into a search party. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, but yeah, the, I mean, the only thing, the second quarter, obviously, was when the game, it seemed like, started and ended. Right. I mean, it was sort of over at halftime. You just kind of got the feeling that 21 was probably going to be enough, based on how Green looked so far. Right. And that kind of made. I mean, the J-Bo runs were definitely got track. the crowd into it. You know, you felt a little bit, you know, a little more excited and that kind of thing being there. But then you had listen to this. We got horns blowing. Man, I so thought funny. I thought tonight was not going to be weird. What was this? I feel like car door shutting. Yeah, they lost a dog. Dog's name's Remy. That's a good dog name. Um, <laughs> man, we're going to have to pause the pod, I think. Are we going to have to? No, let's keep going. Let's keep oh, going. my gosh. Listen, the point is, <laughs> at halftime, it kind of felt over, and most of that was because of one. The atmosphere. Yeah, it, it just. It was something a little a little different about, about that game. I don't know. It yeah. just felt a little off the whole time, but. It did. It was good to see J-Bo kind of have another second coming of a, of a breakout and, and you know, Commerce get a win. But, right. Um, we can talk a little about the second half, too.
1: All right, here we go. Second half began with Green County on offense. Uh, they didn't pick up much on the initial drive and punted it back to us. We didn't get far either and gave the ball right back to them via a fumble on our own 39. Green County did take advantage of the shorter field and scored. Comers led 21-7 with 4.18 left in the third quarter, and nobody scored for the rest of the third. Green County sensed that the game might be getting out of hand, just like we did, and tried an onside kick with the ensuing kickoff. It failed, and Comers started at midfield. The good field position benefited the Tigers, and we were quickly in the red zone following a big Daniels run down the right side of scrimmage. However, the penalty bug bit us again, and we got too far behind the chains. We went for it on 4th and 10 on the green 14 and failed to convert. Green County ball. Green continued the aggressive mindset seen by the onside kick and attempted to move down the field through the air. Fortunately, the strong Tiger secondary stepped up, and freshman safety J. Bo Daniels intercepted the deflected pass. Daniel's made another big play on a huge night for the young tiger. Comers opened back up on offense, and Traylon Martin showed you why you can't forget him. Uh, on a night where Daniel shined, the tiger, the senior tiger, eluded a few defenders on en route to a 27-yard touchdown score. Uh, Talbert's PAT was good again. 28 to seven, Comers. Uh, Commerce ended the night with another rushing touchdown following a clock-draining drive. Uh, this score came from junior slotback Jackson Morris. Uh, Morris punched one in from 19 yards out. Uh, PAT good. And uh, Morris actually had a big night. He had two interceptions and uh, kind of had his best game of the season. So final score: Commerce 35, Green County 7.
0: Believe it or not, the game was almost as boring as as reading all as reading all that was. <laughs> other than uh, other than the, the electric plays, of course, from Jackson Morris and J-Bo Daniels. Um, yeah, like you said, they both had tremendous games. Uh, obviously, Ivy Talbert continues to she's nail been successful. All the PATs that she kicks, um, so that's a, that's a weapon to have. That you know that you know because honestly, in high school, nothing. I feel like it, uh, of any level of, of, of football, like PATs have the most, <laughs> in a close game, you're, right. you're most worried about PATs.
1: Well, I, and I've been surprised. So it's nice to
0: know that you're not worried.
1: Yeah, she's <laughs> nailed the PATs. And, like, I'm surprised to see that we haven't utilized her more in the field goal game.
0: I thought we were going to uh, when we were deep in the 4th and 10. 4th and
1: 10 on the 14. And it was actually,
0: well, they had them out. It was fourth and what three or five, it was fourth and five or something. Right, and they got a penalized. false start or something. So that might have took took her just out of, out of range or whatever. But um, you're getting some stats. Yeah, I'm all I'm all messed up now because you should the, the dogs you? the search party. I'm afraid. Of, I mean, I feel like I need to go help find this dog. I, I, mean, I don't want somebody to lose a dog. You think they found it? It's calm down. I hadn't heard any. Yeah, they' whistling, been whistling. Maybe they maybe it's found. Um. So, stats. Shout out, first of all, to Anthony Gaddis for getting us all of these. Um, he's the man, and he is uh, uses Future All Stars. So, hit him up. Hit Future All Stars up if you're a statistician looking for a good program. Offensively, seven explosive plays, um, which is the most all season in a game. Uh, actually, tied with, with Mount Perrin. But, explosive plays, 15 plus yard rushes, and 20 plus yard passes. So, good to see. Those numbers ticking up, 408 total rushing yards on 51 attempts. That's 7.79 yards per carry. 15 first downs, which is, I think that's the most all year.
1: I think you're right. Uh, I think when... we had
0: 14 pairing. Yeah. Um, so it's good to uh, to keep those numbers going up. Because that was something we were worried about, especially after pickings. Well, we weren't sustained We we just didn't have any sustain. Even in Banks, I think we only had, like, nine first downs. Right. So, it was just something we were kind of keeping an eye on. So, it's good to see 15. That 15 number is definitely something that looks a lot better. Um, That's, that's that's, you know, moving the ball, whether it be with the explosive plays or just chunks at a time. Um,
1: And all those statistics are indicative of a healthy offense. Oh, yeah. Um, 7.79 yards per carry. That's a very good number.
0: Yeah, things have turned around for sure uh, on the offensive side of the ball. Nine offensive penalties, which is you obviously want to cut that back. That equated to 75 yards, and uh, we lost two fumbles. But we did win the turnover battle because we had three interceptions on the defense. Right. Um, Before I get to some defense uh, statistics, J. Bo Daniels' final stat line, 25 attempts, 245 yards, three touchdowns. That's 9.8 yards per carry couple of those were obviously electrifying you can check see the videos for yourself the best one obviously is the one where he's coming down the sideline and then he does the the head fake left and then the the yeah the jump cut right and then goes back left the guys just just fall everywhere he laid there yeah the guy laid there for a a long time afterwards they had to like come out and talk to him he was like listen man it's all right you're gonna be okay i promise (laughs) they had to like pick him up cheer him up they gave him ice cream and he walked off the field (laughs) It was bad. Uh, Draylen Martin had 12 attempts for 98 yards, one touchdown, 8.17 yards per carry. Jackson Morris, 11 attempts, 66 yards, one touchdown, six yards per carry. So, there's your three uh, individual leaders yeah. in the stat box on offense.
1: And you're starting to see the offense kind of coalesce. Um, you know, looking at all those stats, you obviously don't want to see nine penalties. Um, we're, we're maturing as an offense, but we're not. Perfect. Not quite we're not there yet. Well tuned, and the fumbles lost—you gotta cut that out. We're yeah. we're in a region play, but it now.
0: is good. It's good that you're seeing. There's basically two things that you, that we need to work on, which is which is things that you can control, definitely control, right? Which is penalties and turnovers. And it's
1: all up here, right? It's all middle mistakes right now, and, and we're just, just not and sharp. You gotta
0: discipline. You know, that's something that just I think reps can can. Can help, but you, yeah, you're right. The mental aspect is something too.
1: Um, I, I like in and, and, and young,
0: like I mean, yeah. you know, had two not guys, but you, when you have Jabo Daniels kind of leading the charge, um, and then you got an offensive line that's switched up and and you know playing different positions than they're used it. to, that can lead to some false starts and things like that.
1: Yeah, and what I was going to say about Jackson Morris is, is he's really emerged. He reminds me a couple years ago. You remember Daniel Wilson? Played slot back. He reminds me a lot of Daniel Wilson, the way he runs. And he's emerged. J-Bo's gotten a lot more physical when he plays. Uh, One of the things I was concerned about was him making the jump from middle school to high school and being involved on varsity. Like, the the level of play is much more fast and physical in high school. And he's made that adjustment.
0: Yeah. I mean, he's an athlete. He's a a good athlete. Um, So, moving to defense – Obviously, the seven points total allowed, zero explosive plays allowed. We did uh, allow 72 yards rushing and 64 yards passing. So, not a whole lot going on for Green County on, the, on their offensive side of the ball. Tiger defense pretty much held strong all game. Yeah. Um, three interceptions as well. So, you win the turnover battle.
1: Yeah, uh, we had two defensive for the first time this year. Yeah, that, that's really encouraging because
0: you can't – what's that old statistic Mr. Prickett uses? Do you know it off the top of your head? Commerce, the – We win. If Commerce wins the turnover battle, historically, 94% of the time they win the game.
1: Right. So, statistically, the data says if you win the turnover battle, you're going to have a very significant chance to win the game. It's something that you have to do. Um, and we're starting to get to the point where we can create turnovers on defense. Um Mainly utilizing our secondary. Um,
0: Speaking of pricket, we were sent a bunch of really good historical... Um,
1: a wealth of knowledge, that man.
0: Yeah, we were sent some of his... The pricket Files. The pricket Files. And, I, and Have you read through some of the ones? I have. Man, I don't know how we bring that to the pod, but we'll figure it out. Because there are some crazy stories.
1: Well, there's a lot of history and a lot of lore that surrounds Congress. I never
0: realized... I'm just going to get off on one... Really quick because I never realized from like 19 tw- early 20s until like well, really, yeah, like early 20s until basically 1942, 39. Congress was like a huge basketball town, yeah, like huge, like the biggest one in basically in North Georgia. And then once the war hit, the gas got so hard to come by that they Elected to end basketball because with basketball you had two games a week, so that was two like double the amount of the gas, gas you needed to get the boys to the games. So they did; they went with football, which right. only was one a week. So during the war, during wartime, World War Two, when gas was really short, they basically stopped playing basketball and they went to football. And that ever since then, like football's, football's been, been dominant the, 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 the king. Yeah,
1: and it's interesting too. I was reading about the basketball team sometimes. When the gymnasium wasn't available, they'd play in Maysville. Did you yeah. read that? Like, yeah, they used it's... to
0: practice on, like, dirt courts over here in Shankle Heights, like back back in the old, old days.
1: It would have been really interesting to see comers in that day and that era, like the cold, sassy era comers. Yeah. It's
0: just a completely different community. Yeah, there's some great stories. We'll have to figure out a way to get some of those on the pod. But um, back to this game. we got some individual, <laughs> statistics. individual statistics. The Hill Boys, they, they combined for 13 tackles on the night. Jackson Morris had four tackles. Brayden Purcell, two and a half tackles there on the defensive line. And, of course, shout out to the B-Bombers.
1: Yeah, the B-Bombers got some significant action there in the fourth. Uh, That Brayden Purcell, um, he hasn't played much this season, but he's gotten in on the offensive and defensive line lately. Uh, Also, uh, Xander McLean, I think is his name. Mm -hmm. He's gotten some
0: playing time lately, too. Our questions last week were, can Commerce move the ball against Green County?
1: Uh, I think that one was answered pretty soundly. We had 413 yards total offense. Uh, only five of that those yards came through the air. Uh, our metric was 300 yards that we wanted. We wanted 300 yards or more to answer that question, yes. So that was satisfied. Uh, next
0: question. We had, can we play a clean game? And specifically, I think we said, we may have said no turnovers, but let's, let's change that to, can we win the turnover battle, which I think is more important, mm-hmm. and then... Less than three penalties.
1: So we won the turnover battle. We didn't have no turnovers, but we won the turnover battle. Um,
0: and we could probably say less than three pre snap penalties, which I, don't, I we
1: don't have the stats
0: to quantify that. But I know for sure that was yeah. not the case. So was it a clean game? No. No, <laughs> is, is the answer. Can we win on the road? Yes. Obviously.
1: We picked up our first road win of the season and in region play.
0: Some yeses, some no's. Either way, Commerce thirty-five, Green County seven. Commerce is one no in region play. Let's take a quick break so we don't mess up this recording. I need to, I need to reset. Anyway, I'm all, I'm all <laughs> we scrambled, scrambled scrambles. around here, and then we'll get to uh, the rest of the review for week seven. And that's where your ad could go if you want, <laughs> if you want to spot that, <laughs> right back in your speakers, in your headphones, however you're listening. That's where your ad could go. How beautiful would that be? Um, it probably actually wouldn't go there. Usually we don't stop in the middle of the review. But that review was, was kind of lengthy. The intro to into review was pretty lengthy that time. But yes. Let's talk about week seven results. Um, around the state we had Trinity Christian at Elka. That was our private school game of the week. Trinity Christian just ran all over them, just absolutely just – Railed them. Just killed them, 34-3. Um I think we can probably go ahead and crown Trinity Christians the champions of single-A private. and uh, they were, Trinity, a fun fact about this one, they were 0-4 against Elka previously uh, coming into this game.
1: Yeah, uh, it's a five-point favorite in this game, Trinity Christian, and they roll over Elka like that. It really signals like a changing of the guard Yeah. in class-A private because I mean, Elka has been so dominant for so long. Trinity's, no one's going to beat them. Yeah, and and like in class A private, you don't have a ton of schools that compete. Like you have uh, Prince Avenue and Athens Academy are always challenging. I think you could say Christian Heritage over there in the northwest side. Uh, Some of you Savannah Savannah schools down Mm -hmm. there in south Georgia. Uh, But it's usually Elka that comes out at the end of the year. So for Trinity Christian to make this big of a jump so fast, it's really astounding.
0: Warner Robbins. Seventy-seven, Camden County, thirty-four. Tough one for the Wildcats down there in Camden. Uh, Warner Robbins put up six hundred seventy-five yards of total offense and seventy-seven most points scored since nineteen seventy-six.
1: Yeah, I saw that score and was like really a drum. kind of
0: shocked. Like a drums, what you call that?
1: Oh, uh, I mean that has what eleven touchdowns.
0: Yeah, that is that is that's crazy. that is precisely, and that is a lot of touchdowns to be given up. In our area we had Buford defeating Haversham Central fifty-eight to nothing. DeCula over Wanderbarrow forty to fifteen. Clark Central wins a close one over Eastside thirteen to six. Jackson County hmm. forty-three. Loganville, twenty-three. Loganville was a twelve point favorite, a huge shocker uh, of the night on this past Friday night in Jackson County. Their playoff hopes are alive.
1: Yeah, we were down on Jackson County after the week before because they had lost two games by a combined six points. They lost to Clark Central, what, I think 16 to 14? Yep. And then did they lose to Appalachee? Uh
0: Walnut Grove. Walnut
1: Grove. Walnut Grove. Yeah. Um, by another a close margin, four points, I guess. And yeah. uh, we were down on them. Cause we were like, man, Jackson County's supposed to be better this season, but this is a great result for the Panthers, really turning it around and kind of shaking that region up.
0: Yeah, uh, definitely. We're yeah. gonna. I wonder. Uh, let me peek ahead real quick. This is another great uh, moment of podcasting here on the Potluck Podcast as I look up the remaining schedule for Jackson County football. Well, see.
1: next week they've got Johnson.
0: Yeah, I know that. That'll be a I, I win. I want to see what's going on after that. Obviously, they still they still have to play the rest of the region, right? Oh, they're going to make the playoffs.
1: They got Eastside and Greenbrier. They'll have to Eastside will be a tough one, but they they I don't know. I think they're going to make it. It's still in doubt. It's still very much contested. Because Loganville, him. Loganville still got the rest of the season to rebound. They're two and one two. I mean, they're the two Walnut and-
0: Grove will hurt them the most. Yeah, but I thought I, I maybe mean, something to watch. Cedar Shoals, 27-20 to 20, over Madison County in overtime. Song, <laughs> condolences.
1: It's been a disappointing start to region play for the Red Raiders. Uh, this one coming in overtime, Madison County was an eight-point favorite at home. You would have expected the Red Raiders to win this one, but um, it P. may have even been homecoming over there. RIP of the playoffs. I think I saw some homecoming pictures on Facebook or I something. Had
0: floats going through Dan- Danielsville over there. What a sweet Going time. through the, just causing all kinds of traffic on the roundabout. Throwing out chicken breast. Dude, the first week when that roundabout was out there, that was like the biggest. It was terrible. I mean, you, people had no idea what was going they on. They just
1: ran over the middle it. it. was
0: unbelievable. <laughs> like you'd never seen. Now, now there's no traffic at all. Yeah. Much better. Much better than Isla, even. Yeah, the, the light, I wish they'd do that in Iowa, right there at that light. That'd be great. You'd have to cut out some of the gas pumps. Yeah, yeah, because there's those two gas stations right there. But they had to do a similar thing in Danielsville with the barbecue joint. Yeah, they moved they had to back. like give, They had to give them some land or something. <laughs> Anyways, must have been a sign and trade. Jefferson, 63, East Hall, 0. Uh, Sammy played Sammy quarterback. Played quarterback. Yeah, Sammy. I was going to mention that. Sammy Brown, yeah, he played quarterback. So, uh, certainly uh, got Dr- that. Go
1: ahead. Throwback to the Commerce Middle School days. Yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, North Oconee forty-eight, Chesty twenty, Hart County thirty-seven, Franklin County zero. This one was actually tight at the half. I think it was seven, seven to nothing, nothing. Hart at half, uh, but Hart County obviously flexed some muscle in the second half, pulled away big time. Um, I think Lackey that back over there had something like two hundred twenty-five yards. Yeah, he's he's up there in the state. Yeah, he's like top five, I think. Yeah, he's Russian he's a good players. Russian leaders in the state up to this point. Oconee County 35, East Jackson 7, Monroe Area 34, Stevens County 24. Stevens was up in this one 24-20 to in the fourth quarter, but uh, two unanswered Monroe scores put them away. Harrelson County 26, Elbert County 21. And Elbert was in control of this one for most of the game. Harrelson uh, does win it, though. Elbert may have some noise to make in double-A.
1: Well, it may be like last year. Like, you, you don't really see Elbert beating Raven. Uh, yeah,
0: they're not going to beat Raven, no.
1: They almost beat Bremen in the first round of the playoffs. So, I could, and you know, you're right. You, I could see Elbert making some noise, maybe first, second, third round.
0: Speaking of Raven, Raven County 28, Pierce County 21. This was uh, our game of the week, and it definitely lived up to the billing. Uh, Gunner Stockton accounted for every... Raven County offensive play, but four. So he had 247 yards passing, three touchdowns, and he had 102 yards rushing and uh, one touchdown. He was 17-28 through the air. He also had 28 carries. So You think he was tired after that game? Yeah, and we, we had this long conversation on the ride back from Green County about, like, what does Raven County do there? Do they drive back? Or <laughs> do they stay overnight? Because that was the game, and another little interesting fact, I guess, about this game, is the lights went off for like 15 minutes at one point in the third quarter, right. I think. Um, so they didn't play. I mean, they, they, they got done well after the Commerce Green game. It was sure, like eleven Because they were still playing when we were driving. Yeah. And. It's a six-hour drive. At least. Yeah. I, mean, might, Clayton. It, yeah. I mean, it might be a, tu- a touch longer. So if you if you you know, you know get done at 11.30, by the time you change, get everything packed up on the bus, what are you leaving at 12.30 at best? And you're going to drive all night and get there what, at what? At 6, 7 o'clock in the morning? <laughs> in the morning at Raven County? I don't know. I, how do you handle any, the laundry? If anybody knows that answer to what they did and, and how that worked, the logistics, Both let, let us know. We, we we're interested in, in what happened there. Um, Union County, 48, Riverside, 14. Uh, Wesleyan, 23, Athens Academy, 2, in a very strange score.
1: Yeah, that one was a top-10 matchup, too. Uh, Athens Academy was a one-point favorite. They'd lay an egg in that game again.
0: Athens Christian, 56, Providence Christian, 22. Providence Christian was actually a two-point favorite.
1: Yeah, Providence, honestly, I don't know what to think about them. Some some weeks it looks like they're getting better. Some weeks it looks like they're getting worse.
0: Prince Avenue, 36, Hebron Christian, so that rounds out our area of results from last week. We can go through the AJC Class A top ten. This is public. Number ten, Pelham. They won due to a forfeit over Randolph Clay. Clinch County was off there. Number nine, number eight, ECI went down to Darien McIntosh County Academy and won seventeen to six. Number seven, Bowden went on the road to Gordon Lee and won thirty-eight to fifteen. Turner County. <laughs> upsets Charlton County. Charlton County was number six after, obviously, we talked last week, they upset Clinch County in overtime. But Charlton loses a close one here, and Turner County is one and four.
1: Yeah, this one was a shocker. Uh, Apparently, it was a close game, seven to seven throughout most of the way, and then Turner scores, uh, misses the PAT, and then they just shut Charlton out. Like, and me, I've seen Charlton play one time. I think we watched that game together 2017 in the playoffs when they came up to Commerce. Mm-hmm. They lit us up on, like, offense. They had so many yards through the air. I just don't see how that offense gets shut down. Obviously, some time's passed since that game. But, like, Turner County must must have did something
0: right there. Shaw County is number five. They were off last week. Number four is Metter. They won 41 to nothing over Scrabbin County. That line was actually 41. Right on the head. <laughs> so that's funny. Macon County, 49. Taylor County, uh, 0. Number two, Brooks County, 64. Atkinson County, 6. And number one, Irwin County, 56. Lanier County, 28. And this one was surprisingly close. Uh, it was deep into the third quarter before Irwin started to really pull away.
1: That one might be a geographic rivalry. I think Lanier I think is, like is right
0: there next to Irwin. I think it is. Um, but no, Lanier, it's, it's on down. Lanier borders Florida, I think. Does it? I think I, used I think to go they through. are like low key rivals in, in most sports. I don't think football is really close very much. You used to go what now? I used
1: to go through Lanier County when I was working for the university. Now I was well, it, it, was it close. doesn't
0: border, but it's it's by Valdosta, so yeah, it's probably it, they might. I see. How far is that from Mozilla? I don't know if they border, but yeah, it's close.
1: Okay,
0: but yeah, Lanier County is basically right beside about Austin. I thought that was right. I just had to make sure. Lakeland. Rise up. Region 8A public, Lincoln County, 43 to 12 over Towns County. Washington Wilkes, 40 to 6 over Social Circle, which is... Oh, <laughs> I think there's a clear favorite in the region. Um, Commerce, 35. Green County, 7, which we've already discussed that one. So, um, your playoff picture gets a lot more clear Um After one week.
1: And each week it refines. It's like magnifying glasses, slowly focusing a microscope.
0: Right, yeah. Well, this week it seems 1, 2, 3 is pretty clear. Yeah. And 3, 4, 5 is, or uh, 4, 5, 6 is kind of like TBD. Up Um, Much like last year, but... We'll see. We'll see. This, this week will give us probably even more clarity. Um, do we want to go right into the week eight preview? Since we've already had our, our mandatory pause, I guess we can. Um, let's jump into week eight. Let's go. So tomorrow night at 8 o'clock, we got Calhoun at Blessed Trinity. So Blessed Trinity won this one 35-21 last year. And you can watch this one actually on Peachtree TV, mm-hmm. so it is televised. And then um, – but this is a region game. Am I, I'm correct in saying that, right? Yes, this is a 7-5-A, these two teams as well as Cartersville are all, are all, in, all in the same region, region yeah. which is sort of like a, our 8 AAA over right. here, um, but that may be even better. Uh, obviously, you got the star, the running back Justice Haynes for Blessed Trinity. He's got 843 yards rushing on the year. Calhoun's offense is uh, star studded. They got good players uh, Christian Lewis at quarterback, Gage Leonard at running back, and Cole Spear uh, at wideout, who's committed to UGA. Uncle Sam, what do you think about this one? Oh, this Calhoun's is- a 15 point favorite.
1: First off, shout out to Rusty Manziel for getting all these games on TV. I think he's had a lot to do with that, uh, kind of coordinating with the high school and the high schools and Peachtree TV to to get some more high school football games on TV for the state of Georgia, which I think is great. Um, second off, Calhoun being favored by fifteen seems like a big line to me, but you know I like Calhoun this season. Uh, the Yellow Jackets had a big who'd they beat. Cedar Town. They beat yeah, Cedartown I really convincingly. They were a big dog. Um, so no, I I like I like Calhoun. Gage Leonard came over from Christian Heritage uh, in the off season. Really bolstered their offense. Uh, I don't know if they cover, but I like them to win.
0: So just last year, touch on that game a little bit more. Blessed Trinity did with did with this did win this region last year. Um, in this game last year, Justice Haynes rushed for three hundred and thirty-one yards and five touchdowns. Yeah, really? uh, the last two were the two that put it away. Mm-hmm. It was tied twenty-one um, all. It was twenty-one all until he he scored the last two of the game. Um, so, yeah, he's the uh, number four recruit nationally among juniors. Um, man, I think Blessed, I think I think Blessed Trinity is going to cover. I don't yeah, know about win, but I think they're going to cover the fifteen. Um, Harrelson County at Callaway. This is uh, a big West Georgia game here. Harrelson won 36 to 29 last year, and um, it, was a, it was a pretty tight contest. And I think this one might be too. Yeah, Callaway is a seven point favorite.
1: Yeah, I remember uh, following along on Twitter last year. There was some controversy at the end of that game. Um, I, I think there was like a phantom call. That led to Harrelson scoring late or keeping Callaway out of the end zone. Either way, Harrelson won an upset, eventual state champion Callaway. Um, may have been their only loss on the season last year. But uh, Callaway is ranked number five they're their seven-point favorite. I like Callaway in
0: this matchup, especially at home. I do, too. Number one in AAA, Cedar Grove. Uh, they're four and one, and they're on the road at Lounge. And Lounge is number seven. Uh, in 7A. Lounge is a three-point favorite. And this one's an 8 o'clock kickoff, too. Like I,
1: I know you guys are getting hard, tired of us talking about this. Big games in the state of Georgia are played at 8 o'clock. And uh, people like 8 o'clock kickoffs. It's not just <laughs> commerce folks that like 8 o'clock kickoffs. The people at Lounge, the people at Blessed Trinity... People at Rome, all over the state, people like 8 o'clock kickoffs. It's okay.
0: Cedar Grove is going to leave the metro area going down to Lounge, tough opponent. Um, they lost a close, a close one to Colquitt earlier this season, 28-19. to 19. You may remember that one. Um, and then Colquitt beat Valdosta, and Valdosta lost to Lounge. So it's kind of a toss-up here. There's not a good score-by-score no. score kind of comparison. Uh, what you think about this one, huh?
1: I think Lowndes might run away with this one. You know, I, I think this, this is a, a neat game because you got a really good triple-A team going against a 7A team who's pretty good. But I, I think Lowndes, just that 21 to nothing victory over Valdosta, stood out to me. I think they beat Cedar Grove by two or three scores.
0: You want to know a fun fact? I love fun facts. Lowndes hasn't lost to a school more than one class below it since 1987. And that was when Camden County was double-A. That's a long time ago. That's a long time ago. Um, Where
1: are you getting these fun facts from? George High School football. Yes, sport, the Daily. Man, Kelly gives us a shout out. I just did. What a great resource for the high school football
0: fan. They're great. If you don't subscribe to them, you should. If you, if you like high school football,
1: every day it is one of the joys of my morning to open up the George high school, high school Daily. Football daily. Football daily. Get your
0: coffee. yeah you George High School. It goes out early too. Four AM. Every every day, four every weekday, day. Monday, Monday through Friday. Yeah, they do Saturdays. Nope, uh, I think they do Saturdays. Maybe in the dome. I think they do. They do the dome. That's what I am thinking about. But anyways, yeah, every, every weekday at four a.m. Uh, just a good and just got in, in tons of good stuff. Just in general,
1: like coverage of high school football right now is excellent in the state of Georgia, and especially in our area. Like at online Athens is doing good. Access WDU Jackson Herald. You know you can go anywhere and find a lot of news about the Commerce Tigers.
0: What you got uh, ready for? How many division high level division one? We're talking about Georgia, Georgia Tech, Memphis, Auburn, you know Miami. How many in this game at least? Cedar uh, you Grove. You want to guess? How many in this game at least? Lucky number seven. Ten. Whew. At least. At this game, that's a big game. It's wild. That's insane. <laughs> that is insane. Um, so Lowndes is a three-point favorite. This will be man. That's probably the game of the week um, in our area. Buford is off. Uh, Haversham Central takes on Decula, where Decula is an 18-point favorite. Winder Barrow is at Shallow, which is uh is five-point favorite. Clark Central is a 28-point favorite versus Walnut Grove, uh, Jackson County. Is a forty-two point favorite over Johnson and Gainesville. That's a big line for Jackson County. You don't see that often. I know. That's a good one. That's why it's included in the potluck pick. <laughs> Check uh, it out. Cedar Shoals is playing Jefferson. Jefferson's a thirty-five point favorite. Don't know the quarterback situation there. Uh, I'm, Maybe Samuel be lined uh, up. Again. I don't know if it matters. <laughs> um, mad cows off. They got to lick their wounds a little bit. No, North Oconee is a one-point favorite over Flowery Branch. That was Number sure. six, Flowery Branch.
1: That was surprising to me. Uh, if North Oconee beats Flowery Branch, I will be shocked. I'll, I think the Fla- Falcons are pretty good.
0: East Jackson's on the road at Monroe, where Monroe is a 40-point favorite. Yikes, look out. Look yeah. uh, Franklin County is on the road at Stevens County. Stevens County, a 30-point favorite.
1: Yeah, so um, last week when we always love talking about people who cover high school football, we love listening to the scoreboard show. It used to be called the Ted Taylor Scoreboard Show. What's it called now? You remember?
0: Uh,
1: high School Football Scoreboard Show or yeah, something? Yeah, I think like it's
0: that. something more generic, yeah. but I bet they actually it. might still call it. Some people still call it the Ted Taylor.
1: I, I mean, I do. That's the name I know. But we were listening to that, and they were they were talking about Stevens County, and they were talking about how much fun it is to see a game at the reservation, which I I'd, I'd love to see a game there. But Franklin's going up there, uh, thirty point underdog. If they lose this game, they're not making the playoffs. I mean, it's it's a very high un- or likelihood that they will not make the playoffs if they lose this game. So they got to pull an upset to keep in contention. I don't think they can. Another
0: good one in eight triple A. This is. Going to be, I already already gave Cedar Grove Lounge the game of the week, but in Northeast Georgia, this is the game of the week. Agreed. Hart County, Oconee County. So Oconee County is going to go on the road to Hart uh, Hartwell, Battle of the Unbeatens. Both teams are six and zero. Oconee won in third uh, one in last year 32 seven, and that was the first time I think that they had beaten Hart County in fourteen seasons. Yeah, in fourteen seasons. So they didn't play each other from like a few years from i think 2015 to last year yeah um and because of the classification differences but
1: it's been a long time it's been a long since, time they, since they
0: have won um the winner's going to be in control of the region obviously um and the loser's going to be kind of fighting for the two seed and home field advantage mm-hmm. in the playoffs Hart's offense obviously led by jl lackey we've talked about him uh, already he has uh, over a thousand yards rushing already in six games which is pretty crazy and um he had 225 last week. Oconee County, nine-point favorites. Uncle Song, who do you like?
1: The Bulldogs.
0: Oh, to home. cover or win? outright. I, I would money line. If, if, this was, if this was actual, if this was a Saturday and it was a college game, I'm money the dogs.
1: Listen, I've seen Oconee County play in live person. I was there when they played Thomasville, and they're good. Oconee County's got a dominant offensive line. They're a little bit – they're not quick but they're overpowering. Jake Johnson is a freak. He looks like a horse out on the field. Uh, they've got a little slot-back type running back, that number 22, that's really good on offense, and a quarterback that can throw the ball. But Hart County's playing with a different type of momentum right now. And when you got a team that, that went 3-6 and six the year before and bust out of the gate 6-0 and, oh, and they're blowing people out and they're playing a big game at home, It's Even if you're a team like Oconee County that's good and has a linebacker like Whit Weeks who just knocks people out, it's hard to fight that momentum. If Oconee County can get up on Hart early, I like Oconee County, but I don't see that happening. I think Hart will buy
0: a score. All right. How about you? I think Hart's going to win a close one. I Uh, hope so. We got Banks County at Union County. Oh, It's a line. This is a stinky, stinky <laughs> game. Stinky. Yeah. <laughs> I, I can't even wet my appetite for yeah. that game. Uh, number one, Raven County <laughs> is playing host to Riverside Military. Raven That's County, huge Duke favorites game. in that one. Um, Athens Academy and Prince. So Prince is a 20-point favorite. This one's a slaughter field, right? So, yeah, I saw this. They, they, I saw in the Athens Banner-Herald's little five things or whatever that they call. uh, Who calls this the backyard brawl? I think just the Athens Banner-Herald.
1: I've never heard it called the the backyard brawl by anyone else. Listen,
0: if I can't think of anything further. From the the real backyard brawl, which if you know what the, you know what the backyard brawl it's is West Virginia pit, West Virginia, Pitt, West Virginia right? Pitt. If you want to look for something further from that culturally. class, that class of people, yeah. culturally in that area, it's pretty much Athens Academy, <laughs> <and> Prince <laughs> Avenue. <laughs> Agreed. So I'm not going to call it that, um, but it is a top ten matchup. Uh, number eight is Athens Academy, and number three is Prince Avenue. Prince won last year, forty-one to seven, and. Um, yeah, I mean, like I said, Prince is a, is a twenty point favorite. Who you like, Song?
1: I think I, I, this contradicts what I put in the pick'em, but I think Prince wins by a similar score to what they won in twenty twenty. Mm. Um, oh. Their quarterback, his name's Aaron Philo. Philo, he's leading the state with almost two thousand yards passing right now, in twenty one yard or twenty one touchdowns. Uh, Athens Academy hasn't had much going on offense. They had a big performance by Trey Hawkins last week against Providence, but that was against Providence, or I think it was two weeks ago. Um, Yeah, I I just don't see Athens Academy winning this game.
0: George Walton hosts Athens Christian. Athens Christian is an 18-point favorite, and that will round out our area matchups this week. Um, we do have we got games going on right now. Somebody's playing right now. There's a lot of Thursday games this week. Is Winder
1: playing right now?
0: Wander Shiloh be right now. I think they are playing. That was in our. Let's see. Let's see what's going on with that. See what's going on with that song. I'm gonna okay. run through the, the Class A public top ten real quick while you check on that. Mm-hmm. Uh, number ten is Charlton County. They are off. Number nine, Chattahoochee County. Uh, they're entering the top ten for uh, this is their first week there. They are off this week. Number eight, Wilcox County is a seven point favorite on the road at Dublin. Number seven, ECI is off. Number six, Bowden is a 10-point favorite versus North Cobb Christian. Sly County is number five, and they are uh, hosting Macon County. Macon County is number three, and they are a one-point favorite on the road. This is our Class A public game of the week, probably our small-town game of the week. Um, That's going to be a really good one for single-A public. Uh, Number four is Metter. They are off this week. Number three, Macon County. Uh, I already covered that one. Um, against Sly County on the road, and number two is Brooks County. They're playing Lanier at Lanier, and number one is Irwin. They are on the road at Atkinson County. Both Brooks and Irwin are very big favorites. Mm-hmm. What's going on with Winder?
1: Winder lost. I didn't realize how Gosh, late it was. Dang it, this game's already over. Uh, Winder lost nine to nothing to Shiloh. God, what was the, what was the
0: line there? Shiloh five. was five. So yeah, okay.
1: It's a weird score. Nine to nothing. It's like three, a baseball three field score. Goals. Probably. You think so? Nah. Maybe yeah. a touchdown, miss PAT, and a field goal. Or Which, if you miss 80, a PAT, touchdown,
0: PAT safety. Yeah, I think it's probably three field goals. If I had to guess, I would put, wow. my, I would put my money on three. You field know, goals. I might have a box score here. Yeah, yeah, you probably do. Um, Let's see. Let me get into why you why you check that out. Region Eight a Public Lincoln County is on the road at Social, where uh, the Red Devils are a fourteen point favorite. Green County is on the road at Washington Wilkes. Washington Wilkes is a 41 point favorite. Ooh. And Commerce at Towns County. The Tigers are a 13 point favorite. We'll get into that just after Saul says what's going on. So
1: you're going to love this.
0: I, I am, am I?
1: First quarter touchdown PAT, third quarter safety. Safety. There
0: you go. Safety's are PAT, big safety this, safety. this that was year. my man. second guess. That wouldn't have been my first guess, it but it wouldn't have
1: been mine either. Uh, yeah. Comber, or Towns is getting a lot of respect from Maxwell this year. A thirteen-point line against Commerce, fourteen-point line against Lincoln last week. That might if it
0: if it plays out to that line, wouldn't that be the that'd be the closest game In Commerce wild. has ever played against against Towns ever? I'm um, pretty sure. I'm pretty sure thirteen is tied for the closest game it's ever been.
1: There was a fourteen to nothing game, I think. Let me do some. Yeah, I'm search. saying
0: thirteen is. that's yeah. Definitely, clo- that's closer than fourteen. <laughs> Yeah,
1: I think you're right. I think the lowest margin of victory is is fourteen.
0: I'm pretty sure that was in one of the pricket the pricket files that he that he sent. Might have been. Me, I, I
1: didn't get to read all of them. Man, song. Well, I mean, it's been a busy. Come on, I'm the song. only clerk at the Maisel Post Office right now. <laughs> you're man. running
0: the running the joint. I have been this week. Uh, yeah, he. Yeah, the scores are in here. Fourteen to nothing. That that's that's been the closest game. Um. 1992, mm-hmm. he, put, he put it in bold, only close game of series. <laughs> uh, His stats sometimes are, like, hilariously, uh, like, blunt. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, that's true. So, if that holds if that holds to serve, it'll be the closest game um, of the series. What you got for us, Uncle Song? Everybody's favorite segment.
1: Towns County Preview. Them boys from Hiawassee. Let's go... To cover the Towns County Indians, that's the Commerce Tigers' opponent this week. Uh, They hail from Hiawassee, Georgia, population 815 people. I was looking this week, uh, that's actually declining. So apparently there are less people living in Hiawassee now, but there are more people living in Towns County. Uh, The population in Towns County outright has risen to 11,617. That's the
0: Young Harris bomb. Must be. The Lake Chateau crowd. That's the Young Harris, Lake Chateau. Two. Lake Chateau, is pretty much in in Hiawassee. I bet you that's the Young Harris Bomb. More students at the college? I mean, I think Young Harris is just kind of on the up and up a little bit.
1: I ain't been closer up there in
0: Closer to Blairsville.
1: Was that Highway 76 that runs through there? I don't uh, I think so. I can't remember. But uh, this will be the smallest county that we played, Towns County. I think uh, Green was the next smallest with – Around 17,000 or something like that, we covered. Um, there are two zip codes in Towns mm, County. Controversy. Uh, we were, Seal, Taylor Seals always has something to say every week. <laughs> and he, he was talking about the zip codes. And we have two zip codes in Towns County one is Hiawassee, which is 30546, and Young Harris. Which is three hundred five eight two. Young Harris,
0: low-key, might be the bigger city.
1: I don't know how many people are in Young Harris. County seat is definitely Hiawassee. Uh That's where the school is. Um, but I did want to give you guys a little bit of inside postal
0: knowledge. If you guys don't wow, know, this, well, I wonder what if they had. I wish they were two different schools. They have a huge rivalry. Young Harris and Hiawassee. So there's eight hundred fifteen in Hiawassee, eight hundred ninety nine in oh, Young it Harris. Is the
1: bigger city. How many of those you reckon live, go to the college
0: or transient population? I mean, I don't think that they can, Any? I don't think they count college students that are. In the census? No, I don't think they're, I think the, in the census that college students are counted as like. Wherever they're like from. Like in 2010, like I was counted as commerce. Right. Like Statesboro. Right.
1: Okay. Well, that's surprising. <laughs> Young hair. Young hair strong. But, uh. <laughs> nah. So, with, with zip codes. So, this is a little bit of postal
0: knowledge. Let's bring it back to zip codes. Come on.
1: So, 305, you got five digits in the zip code. 30546 is Hiawassee's zip code. Uh-huh. 305 is the area of the zip code. So, that's like associated with North, North Georgia, North, Northeast Georgia. So, like Gainesville and associated counties. Jackson County, Banks County are associated with Hall County instead of being associated with Athens. So, we're in 305. Um, then the last two digits are done by alphabet. So that's why commerce is 30529 and 30530. Uh, Hiawassee would be 46. Young Harris would be 82. So just a little knowledge there. Beautiful. I, I don't know if anybody cares. People care. Uh, the, this is a little bit tidbit from the pricket Files. So Hiawassee, the, the city name, is actually derived from a Cherokee word, Iawassee meaning meadow so you think about Lake Chateauog Lake Chatooga is a man-made lake created in uh, 1942 by the Tennessee Valley Authority the TBA um, I guess before the lake was there there were there were meadows um, you can kind of see that in some of the backwaters of the lake very uh, there's some reeds some irises you know kind of meadowy plants yeah. so I could see how that would have that would have been the environment before the lake um also in towns county towns county can make a claim to it is Brasstown bald we, we actually talked last year how uh town or brass bald sits in towns and union county so it's kind of like a little rivalry there that's the highest point in georgia at 4768 feet uh elevation above sea level um Also, big cultural place up there in in Towns County. You and I have both been. uh, It sits right on Chateau Lake, Lake Chateau, the Georgia Mountain Fair. Mm. Uh, Big center of country music. (laughs) Looked before the show. Just some acts come up in the next couple of months. Tracy Lawrence, Ronnie Millsap, Jamie Johnson, Travis Tripp.
0: I might go to that Ronnie Millsap show. I,
1: you like Ronnie Millsap,
0: don't you? <laughs> I'm big Ronnie Millsap. Give us a little sample. Just nah, sing, what you'll be singing that. at I the ain't show. That, but I will tell you a story. One time when I was camping up there at the Georgia Mountain Fairground Campground, Georgia mm-hmm. Mountain Campground, whatever, it's right across the street, right there on the lake. Yeah, and I remember we were out by the fire, you know, at the campground, and the uh, the Beach Boys were playing across the street. So you could, you could hear, you know, you could hear it.
1: Like the Beach Boys. Yeah,
0: yeah. They were playing the Georgia Mountain Fair. This was years ago. But, yeah, that, that that's a true story. So wow. we, we, we sat out there by the fire and listened to the Beach Boys in Hiawassee, Georgia. That sounds was, like a wonderful night. It was something. Yeah, I didn't really care back then. I was just like, yeah, whatever. But, yeah, looking back, that was terrible. You were probably playing, playing Pokemon on your Game Boy. And I was roasting marshmallows, man. I was eating s'mores. I was tearing them
1: up. Oh, I do love a s'more.
0: Uh, other things of interest... There's nothing like psychedelic surf rock just echoing through the hills of North Georgia.
1: I mean, that's like... They'll take
0: you right to California, baby.
1: The big the big Beach Boy hits, what, Surfing USA?
0: Yeah, they Everybody had good goes... vibrations. Oh, man, that's uh, a good song. You Know I Get Around. around, around, around they had a bunch of hits. The Beach Boys had hits. I bet that was fun. They had tons of hits. I would enjoy that now. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think you still can go see them. There, I think they're still alive, still out there. No, I mean, I think they're all alive. I'm not sure if they're all alive, like the originals, but they they're definitely still touring. I'm almost 100 yeah. percent sure of that. So.
1: Well, well, uh, other but things, yeah, Surfing
0: USA. That was a everybody go yeah, surfing. Dude, the Beach Boys had hits. <laughs> people don't people sleep on the Beach Boys. They do,
1: right in the shadow of the Beatles and <laughs> the
0: Stones. The oh, Beach Boys. Man.
1: Uh, other points of interest in Towns County, Young Harris College, uh, shout out Nick Marcakis. And, uh, you always hear that on the Braves radio broadcast. Yeah, what a young Harris! Oh. <laughs> it's like, all right, you said that before. And then, uh, there's a cool winery up there, Cane Creek, if you guys like wineries. Um, getting into football, Towns County's football program history. They play at Frank McClure Stadium, which is kind of, in our neck of the woods, it's more one of the iconic stadiums. It's a one-sided uh, stands. Frank McCor. Uh, I don't know. Is that Chance McCor's grandpa? Frank McCor Stadium. Let's
0: check it
1: out. I don't know. I, it was. You it was going. I'm, going, I'm going
0: to do a little, do a little, a little side yeah, research. Why not? Why not?
1: Um, but Frank McCor Stadium is where they play their games. They've been there uh, playing football for 48 seasons. They started in 1969, uh, took a few years off, opened back up in 75, and have been playing since. Uh, they've always been an 8A public, except for two years, uh, 2000 and 2001, where they actually jumped up to double A. Uh, talking about jumping up, moving down. Their enrollment uh, in 2020 was two th- or not 2000, Excuse me, 278. Which was down from three hundred and twenty eight in two thousand eighteen. Um, their head coach is Jason Rockmore. Hasn't been too successful in his career. Um, Seven and eighteen at Towns, and twenty three and seventy two overall. So wins about twenty five percent of his games. One and four there uh, for Mister Rockmore. Uh, twenty twenty Towns County was three and six, but. It seems like Towns is turning things around. Twenty twenty one, Towns is four and two. That's their best start since two thousand eight, when they started seven and one and finished eight and two. Didn't play a region schedule that year, Um, but thus far this year, they've beaten all the king's horses and all the king's men down there at the King's Academy over uh, in England. Over in England.
0: Twenty nine to six, and they came all the way back to Armertie over in Northwest. Yeah, what a Georgia. letdown!
1: Uh, Thirty one to fourteen, they lost there to the Indians of Armertie. Mm-hmm. Then they beat Baconton Charter mm-hmm. in a long South Georgia all the way trip down
0: there to Albany. stopped by, had some Miller Lights. Yep, yep.
1: forty eight to twenty, beat won that game. Then came back up to Northeast Georgia and beat Lakeview, the Lakeview Academy Lions.
0: Old school Region Eight. Yeah. Like the Match top, up.
1: bottom tier matchup. Beat yep. them 38 17. The basement,
0: the basement of the old basement of Region 8A <laughs> football. And then they Not beat basketball, though.
1: No, good basketball school, Lakeview. Uh, then they beat. Uh, also, Towns
0: County, defending state champions in basketball.
1: Yeah, you forget that. But Jake McTaggart was. Which is kind of
0: crazy. But, yeah, yeah anyways, I still, I still can't believe that. But, anyways, yeah, Bethlehem Christian. They
1: beat Bethlehem Christian, which is A little had, town. A little town of Bethlehem. And they go
0: all the way over across the world to get to that one. Went to the to Israel. <laughs> the point is, these, these guys will go anywhere.
1: They will, for a win. Uh, they beat Bethlehem 14-11. to 11. Bethlehem's actually a pretty
0: good GISA school. Uh, so, maybe not the absolute best wins, but they've beat some football teams. They've won some games this year. I didn't find out who Franklin Cora was. Sorry, you sorry to the listeners. That's okay. It's um, a good name, a good mountain name. Have you, you know, the new Sturgill Simpson album? The uh, I hadn't listened to it. oh the bluegrass album? No, that, that's that's two albums ago now. Wow. Dude and Juanita, the ballad of Dude and Juanita. I hadn't listened to it. Uh, there's a guy named McClure in the in the, in the story. He mm-hmm. he just tells a story, but it was like
1: old school. Country you should listen West Coast. on the way home.
0: It's perfect for your ride back to Athens. I might do it. I mean, seriously, it's like 20, it. 30 minutes is, is, is great. But oh, anyways, great. the McClure name was, one. Well, I don't know. Anyways, you can see um, Brastown Ball from the stadium on clear nights. It says Prickett. Yeah, that's a, according to Mr. Prickett. I don't think we're going to get that tomorrow night, though. Yeah, it's been waiting. I think it's going to be extremely low cloud coverage.
1: We might ask about McClure since we'll all be sitting on the same side uh, side of the stands. I just this morning.
0: guy is going named after. Probably some, just some guy in Probably. Towns County. So, yeah, he was a logger here for like 100 years. It's like, well, oh, wow. Just a good old guy. Did he do something for the
1: football team? Nah,
0: he was just a he good just guy. He just cut down trees. <laughs> I figured we'd name
1: something after him. Oh, man. Well, uh, key players over there in Hiawassee. For real, though, th- this guy's good. Kyle, Kyle Oates is true. He, he has led single-A public in rushing twice, uh, last year and this year. He's almost at 1,000 yards rushing. Despite their lower level of competition, that's still impressive. Uh, 14 touchdowns on the year. McTaggart, Jake McTaggart was the big guy last year who really impressed. Uh, I don't know if you Commerce fans remember. He popped Sammy Brown one time. Sammy was coming out of the slot back position and I think made, or no, it was was the other way around. Uh, McTaggart was crossing, on the crossing, crossing route from tight end and Sammy hit him from the linebacker position and there was a big pop. It was, it was a, a big hit, and McTaggart kind of impressed me that night. But he transferred to a school in North Carolina. Six he's,
0: six two thirty.
1: He's the big basketball player. He's, he's the reason winner, they
0: won state. He's he's actually transferred back to there. He's from Hazeville, North Carolina, right? He transferred back to there, and he's going to uh, Kentucky, right? No, he's going to Charlotte to play football. Okay. So he had uh, an
1: offer at one point to Kentucky.
0: I think he had an offer, but he probably was, probably made a. Business decision to get more PT.
1: Yeah,
0: um, he had he had a lot of uh, a lot of offers, but he's a good player. Looks like his final like five was mostly smaller schools, but yeah, three star, three star tight end.
1: Yeah, but uh, looking at the Commerce Towns County series history, uh, this is one that gets mentioned in the same breath as Banks County. Uh, it's a very dominant series for Connors. It's one that you don't want to lose. Uh, we've been playing this one since 1984. Uh, our first game was a win at home, 30-16. to 16. Uh, Last played last year, we picked up a win at home, 55-7. Uh, to seven. We beat them 25 times out of 25 contests. Uh, there have only been five shutouts, though, so Towns County usually scores. Uh, but they've only scored more than 21 points uh, three times. Uh, Commerce has only scored less than 21 or 28 points once, and that's probably that 14 0 nothing game that you referenced in 1992. Yeah, had to that. Um, that's the preview of or that's the overview of the series history and the program history for, for towns.
0: Um, I forgot to write down some questions. You want to come up with about three questions off the top of your head? I mean, the only questions I think we, we can – it's the same ones we always have. It's really just at this point, it's like, can you? Can we – Get better? Basically, no. It's not that simple. It's can we – it's just the turnovers and penalties. Yeah. like It's it, that simple. To beat – Washington This Williams. isn't a game that I'm super worried about, right? Right. Like, we're going to go win this game. The thing is, to beat – Lincoln County, and certainly to beat Washington Wilkes, you're not going to be able to turn the ball over two or three times and have no. seven penalties or whatever before the snap. You won't win. There's well, no way. And you think
1: back to those games last year, and you think about how tight of games we played and we beat those teams, and it was still close. Like, what, the Lincoln game was 17-7, to the Washington Wilkes game was 28-17. to mm-hmm. You know, those are two-score games – but they were close all the way through, and Commerce won by really a razor thin margin.
0: Yeah, and I mean Washington Wilkes is no doubt. I think they're after the social result and looking at it a little bit, watching them a little more. I think they're no doubt better than they were last year. Yeah. So there's some matchup problems. That's there. a problem. Uh, Lincoln's Lincoln's probably about the same, um, which is also a problem. Yeah, they're really they're good. good. <laughs> um, so, that's, that's – I think that's the only real big question we have is you can maybe say, you know, another question, can J-Bo Daniels continue the hot start? What's the offensive line going to look going to look like? Yeah. They're, they're going to have to keep that same rotation. Um, or will we see a different rotation? I think it's week to week. Right can we now. stop Oates?
1: Yeah.
0: Can There's some questions out there. I think that's your main four right there that, we, that I just rattled off. Yeah. Um, are we going to be able to get to the Deer Lodge and <laughs> beat the Commerce crowd up there?
1: That's a very selfish question. We never get to eat before the games. I'm, I'm really excited. It's all
0: about beating that crowd, man. I don't have to. It, dude, everybody, I think, I'm pretty sure, I don't know if this is right or not, but I feel like Deer Lodge is going to be a place where, like, everybody from Commerce stops. I think so, too. Because so, you don't
1: have many other options, I think, in Hiawassee.
0: Well, I mean, there's some, there's some fast food stuff, but you're right. There's no, like, that's, that's a yet. staple though And it's not Quite in Hiawassee yet Yeah Like you're still Like five minutes From the stadium On the way up So it's like A perfect place To stop After you get through uh, Going up the The windy Twisty curvy road Is it one tw- It's not 129 I don't know Be careful And uh, there's a Place from Right after you Leave out of Helen There's like a little Twisty Real twisty spot that There's not really Many signs I think it's called Scorpion's Holler <laughs> Be careful that place will sneak up on you. Slow down, and y'all don't be riding my tail. Now I go slow in the <laughs> mountains. You know, You got to. <laughs> Anyways, do we have any closing thoughts that we want to get to? i well, wrapping it up for midnight tonight. Wrapping we're it take up, it on we're get the house. A nice, nice, good rest. We're gonna sleep. see some of y'all in Towns County. Uh, for y'all listeners who aren't Commerce folks. Enjoy your Friday nights. Hopefully it doesn't get too wet out there tomorrow night. Hopefully all the rain's moved out. Probably going to be some sloppy fields, but uh, a lot of good matchups that we covered. Look forward to seeing how those play out. Follow us on Twitter, at Potluck Football. Like, review, subscribe to the show. Uh, we do this every week during the season. and um, So we'll see you again next week. We'll see you on the Twitterverse on Friday night. Don't forget to get your Potluck Pick'em Picks in. I haven't done that yet, so I'll do it tomorrow. Um, Yeah, other than that, if you're a Commerce fan, we'll see you in Hiawassee.